0: To our new passengers, aloha and welcome. As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone, and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. The show will begin momentarily. Thank you. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Welcome to Dave's Disney View Podcast, provided on our own version of the information highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold onto the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Dave's Disney View is a look at the Walt Disney World Resort and sometimes beyond, as seen through the eyes of Dave, a frequent visitor, a one-time cast member, and an engineer who simply enjoys the magic and wonder of it all. Now, please keep your party together and put on your virtual mouse ears. And by all means, enjoy the show.
1: Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. You hear in back of me the uh, Mad Teacups, and uh, I'm going to be taking you through the expansion that is Fantasyland today. So that's going to be my show. Uh, so come along with me as we take a look through Fantasyland and see what's coming up. The construction rolls on. Some things are now open. You can see uh, a little bit of bad show here and there because you can see some derricks and cranes and some of the uh, equipment that's out there doing the, uh, getting ready to, to finish up some of the rides. Uh, as we talked about on a previous podcast, most of it will be open late this year, uh, except for the Dwarfs Mine Train, which will be open sometime in 2013. So that's going to take a little wa- longer, but you can see how they're how they're building it. I believe what they did was they actually left the um, the the pit basically where the where the lagoon was for the uh, the submarines. So that they can go down a little bit uh, because it was like a, there was already a, a cement uh, floor there, so they can go down under it, go down under the ground to where the cement floor was for the for the submarine lagoon, and they can just bring the trains down and then bring them back up these runaway mine trains. So it's actually kind of cool. And the uh, the rendering I saw of it because I went over in uh, One Man's Dream, I was looking around a little bit, and I saw that they had the uh, the artist's mock-ups of it. So it was the uh, 3D renderings. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, this actually looks very cool. It's very clever the way they've laid it out. So I'm, I'll be curious to see what it looks like when it's done and how it plays out. But uh, you can see that the Beast Castle and uh, Ariel's area are just uh, coming right along and just building right up. So you have to walk along some construction walls to get back to uh, Dumbo's uh, ride and uh, be able to ride it. So I'm going to walk back there now and see what it looks like. Oh, this is really interesting. They put some buildings back here that didn't exist before. This is really pretty amazing, actually. Now that I'm looking at it. Okay, so looks like for now, what they've done is just put the Dumbo ride with with essentially the same queue. Okay, one half of the Dumbo ride is open, the other half is not. So if you were standing in front of Dumbo, right? How do I describe standing in front of Dumbo? Um, if you were actually at the end of the walkway where the uh, Dumbo attraction is, uh, it would have been more or less... Okay, so the big tent used to be the uh, the Mickey's uh, Starland tent. It was the red and white tent that was there. So that's the big tent that would be in the middle. The entrance is on the other side from where Mickey's Starland used to be. You come around the back side to be able to get into the Dumbo attraction. And so looking at the front, at the facade, the left side is open and the right side is not open yet. They moved... Uh, I guess they bought or built another Dumbo attraction to mirror the original one. And then they moved the original one over and then added some additional things to it. Um, so it's essentially, this, they're both essentially the same. So the one on the right has not been opened yet. The one on the left is open, but they also have not opened the queue yet. So the queue that they have currently is a temporary queue that just goes up and looks just like the old Dumbo queue, where you walk up and you stand in a line just kind of snaking back and forth until you get to the Dumbo attraction. So it doesn't look like it's uh, any more than that. But one, one enhancement that looks like it's is there is that it's uh, the wait time, the line looks comparable to what I've seen over at the Old Dumbo location. And the uh, wait time, they say, is 25 minutes, as opposed to what would typically be 45 minutes over at the uh, Old Dumbo attraction. So, you know, maybe there's a queuing enhancement they've made there. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but the interactive queue piece is not in yet, so we're waiting on that, I guess. And I'm assuming that the other Dumbo piece will open in the next few weeks. Uh, it looks like it's mostly done from what I can see, uh, but we'll see where that looks like uh, shortly. Kind of moving on back, you can see uh, the rest of the um, the rest of the circus area. There's I see there's a Dumbo play area back there that you can't, isn't quite open yet. There's also what used to be the uh, the, the uh, merchandise shop is a tent. I'm not sure what's going to be in there exactly. maybe a merchandise shop again, I'm not sure, but it's a circus tent and it, uh, I guess that'll be opening at some point. And then there's a couple of buildings back behind there that aren't there yet either. And then we have the, uh, the Barnstormer. The Storybook Circus presents the Barnstormer. And um, essentially it looks like, I mean, it's, it looks like it's the same track that they used to have for the Barnstormer. They just took down the uh, farm facade for it. And the queue is over to one side now instead of going through the, uh, instead of going through it. Uh, and you can uh, go in and join the queue and then uh, take the sa- basically the same the same ride that it used to be. Where you go up and uh, you just go down one time, circle around and come out. Um, instead of going through the barn, you just kind of go around. But it's uh, a staggering series of stupendous stunts. Uh, an acrobatic kaleidoscope is what they're calling it. So, but uh, it looks, you know, it looks essentially the same but without the uh, barn around it.
2: do hey, you want to ride?
1: Uh, and as it turns out the building is actually not in the in the closed off area the building is actually uh, a restroom and uh it's it's modeled to look more like a um a Fantasyland type uh, type building it's a brick building that they put back here and then you have the Fantasyland station that's attached to it so maybe you can still take the Fantasyland station to get in um so it's uh It's coming along. You can certainly see how it's all coming together. It's just taking a little time to get everything up and running. Uh, As as I say, there'll be more coming in the next few weeks uh, slash months, and you'll get to see more of it uh, come together. Um, So I'll be interested to see what it looks like once it's done. I mean, with all the walls up, you can get that air of excitement, but you really can't see anything yet. I did notice when I was coming over on the monorail they talked about the six themed lands of the Magic Kingdom and I had to stop and think about it for a second and say why did he say six and then I realized because Fantasyland Fantasyland expanded and there is no more uh, Mickey's Toontown Fair or Mickey's Toontown or whatever they called it uh, at the end but um, you know uh, that's fine because this expansion looks really neat. I think it's going to be really clever once it's done. I would wait a couple of months to come and see it. Maybe the early fall would be about the right time to come and see more of it open. If you were to come now, you know, you won't be disappointed by Dumbo certainly, but uh, you might be a little disappointed by some of the other things that are going on. Can't help but notice over by Goofy's uh, Wiseacre, or Goofy's Barnstormer um, with the great Goofini, there's some, uh, <laughs> some lights on the top of it. They're supposed to be like, uh, you know, airline warning lights, airplane warning lights. And Disney is very conscientious to bring all of their buildings below the limit. It's the limit is 200 feet. Anything over 200 feet has to have an aer- aerial indicator on it, so the airplanes know it's there in the, at nighttime. Um, but they went ahead and put, so all of their buildings are 199 feet or under, so that they don't have to do that. Um, but they put it on the top of the uh, Barnstormer because it's a flying machine. It's very clever. It's cute the way they did that. Uh, so that's uh, it's kind of, a, it stands out by exception. The new costumes for the uh, cast members back in the uh, at least by Dumbo are pretty pretty clever. There's um, for the women it's a uh, sort of a knee length short, and then a uh, sort of a jacket that has tails on it, so it looks sort of like the Timothy Mouse type of uh, outfit. And the men have a longer pant, but the same sort of tail thing, and it's, it's tailored a little differently. But it's pretty clever. I think that's very neat. It's a nice little touch that they put in there, and I imagine that each one of the um, areas within Fantasyland will have its own theming with its own costumes that go along with it. Um, So I'll be curious to see what they all look like once they open them all up. So the description of Under the Sea, the Journey of the Little Mermaid reads like, Ah, the life under the sea. What could be better? What beauty? What adventure? What fun? How could Ariel ever want to leave all this for a life on land? You want excitement, my friends? Come with me on a journey you'll never forget. The band is playing and the music is hot. But there's danger, too, down in the dark rocky caves where Ursula brews her potions and spins her spells. She tries to trick Ariel and keep her from her prince. But does true love triumph? You know it does. And what better way to celebrate with a song of romance that ends with a kiss? I could tell you more, but it would take me all day. You'll just have to see it to believe it. So come, discover more wonders than you can ever, ever imagine. Under the sea. Opening, of course, in 2012, sometime later this year. The description for the seven dwarfs mine train reads as hi ho hi ho they dig in a mine from sunrise to sunset but they march off to work each morning singing silly no just happy sleepy sneezy bashful grumpy doc and dopey the seven dwarfs and now you can join their merry band on a wild ride through the rolling countryside and into the mine where a million diamonds shine it's a merry musical family adventure as the mine train swings and sways along rocky ledges down steep mountain trails and through the dark winding tunnels then it's home from work you go to join Snow White in the song of celebration at the Little college Cottage in the Woods. So it would be funnier if it were a college in the woods. And of course, that's going to open in 2013, as they're saying. So you've got the uh, pool ride is still intact as it was. No changes there. The um, uh, teacups are still the same as they were. No changes there. Okay, so it looks very strange to look at the uh, place where Dumbo used to be and just see that there's an open spot there. Well, it's got the, uh, it's got the walls around it with the uh, different signage on it, but uh, it's essentially just not there. It just seems kind of odd not to be there. It just feels weird because this is where it always was. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to kind of think about that it's not there anymore. Just trying to find one more thing about the Beast Castle. It's here somewhere. I think it's around the corner. I'm walking through the last corner here so we can read what the Beast Castle has. That's the last piece. Did I miss it? Might have missed it. It's possible. Okay, I must have missed it. I must have walked right by it. Maybe when I was looking at the Dumbo stuff for the lack of Dumbo stuff (laughs) maybe I missed it Okay, there was no descriptive uh, thing about the the Beast Castle. But what I can tell you is it's a journey into the Beast Castle. There's a restaurant there uh, that'll be the uh, dining with the uh, the Beast. There's also um, going to be a a little show or attraction there that'll kind of represent the movie where you'll have the singing and the dancing, so you can kind of uh, recreate that to some degree. Also, closing in the next little while is uh, Snow White's Scary Adventure. I think that's closing at the end of, um, sometime in June, I believe. So uh, by the time you hear this podcast, it's probably going to be closed. So I'm going to ride that attraction one last time. So we have some audio from it just to remember it by. All right, so let's take that ride on Snow White now. This is not my favorite attraction in the whole wide world, but, hey, you know, since it's going away, it's probably worth riding at least one more time. Scare the adventure. Oh, I well. Oh no, the evil queen's looking down at her. Oh no.
0: Alas, Snow White is the fairest one of all.
1: she's making the apple.
2: Yes! <laughs>
1: So the one complaint I have about the uh, Fantasyland expansion is there's that element of bad show from the cranes and stuff, but there's also the element of bad show from some things not being open and the way they kind of reroute traffic at a parade time and you know all the walls that are up and stuff so it it adds to some weird traffic flow patterns that go through here so it's a little strange because you're walking along and all of a sudden there's like big congestion and you can't go certain ways you can't go behind the castle you can't go back over to do certain things it's kind of crazy but uh well, I guess that'll go away in a few months when they actually open the rest of it. But just for now, it's kind, of, it's kind of crazy the way you go around and you can't really see everything. You can't get into everything and they keep rerouting you around. But I guess it's okay. It all works out. So, uh, It's a Small World. Looks like they're doing a little work on the queue to just kind of clean it up a little bit. of uh, the sod work, basically, to kind of clean that up. Uh, the um, carousel looks the same, though they have renamed it, which I still don't understand. And the Peter Pan ride still looks the same. They haven't redone the queue yet. I guess they're waiting to do that until a little bit later. But uh, that'll get redone as well. Then um, the old uh, station that was the Skyway Station in Fantasyland, that's gone. There's a wall up now. Uh, there was used to be there was stroller parking right in front of it, and you could look up at it. That's now gone, and it's actually just a, uh, a wall that you see, and they've made it look like leaves. But uh, the, uh, the station that station is gone. It's, uh, it's been taken down completely. Which is pretty amazing to me. Uh, you know, that I'm not sure what they're going to use that space for exactly, but I guess they have something in mind. I'm not sure exactly, but uh, maybe that's a slight expansion of Liberty Square, or maybe that's a little bit of a Fantasyland expa- expansion as well.
2: Oh my God, I have a new soundtrack. What is it?
1: Or now that I'm standing in the queue for the Haunted Mansion, I can see that there's actually maybe a little bit of expansion going on in the Haunted Mansion area. Uh, maybe to do a little more interactivity on the exit part of the uh, of the ride. I'm not sure, but that's uh, entirely possible. Uh, looks like maybe there's some additions happening there. Not, well, I can't really tell, but it looks like maybe there's a facade that's being built, something's being constructed behind where the pet cemetery is and then back off a little bit, which would kind of put it in that area and then they could have stroller parking down there and they could still have part of this being used for that. So that's certainly a possibility. So I see here there's a meet-and-greet with uh, Merida. She's the new uh, heroine from the uh, movie Disney Pixar's Brave. And from what I understand, there's a little bit of a learning curve for the, uh, the heroines to learn the correct accent. They've got a slightly Irish accent to a slightly English accent, but haven't quite mastered the Scottish brogue that they need to make this effective. Now, something I'll tell you, having been to Scotland a few times... In England, you can mimic a English accent and you can get away with it because there's enough variations in the English accent that uh, you could try one and might be able to fool people into believing that that's the uh, the correct accent or that you're, you speak with a true accent. But in Scotland, there's only one. So if you don't speak with the correct brogue, you're done. And uh, I found that mine was not quite right when I started, and I was like, okay, I'm not even going to try Looking around Epcot and having a little fun and enjoying ourselves. So I'll we'll wander around. I want to see if I can find any evidence of uh, the uh, Agent P exhibit that's out here. So we'll take a look around for that. Oh my God. So I asked around a couple of people and I'm getting the company line. You know, it'll be opening soon. Kim Possible's currently closed. Uh, just keep an eye out for it. Uh, but I did find this find this intriguing little nugget from the Disney website that I thought was pretty cool. It kind of summed it up a little bit better. And it's uh, Jeff Swampy Marsh and uh, Dan Povomir who are going around and showing
2: us some of the uh, exhibit. Monogram and Carl, they need, they need someone to help stop Doofenshmirtz. So they're asking uh, you for help. All right, ready? So if you play it for me, I'll... That's excellent.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. I think if, if, you know, if I was a kid coming here who watches the show, I would just be so psyched because you get to go around and, and you sort of become Agent P,
2: you know? It's really wonderful. To me, the exciting thing is you, through the use of the phone, you've given kids control, not only of kind of where they're going and what they're doing, but to put myself in the position of a kid being to con- be able to control things that are happening inside the park, secret hidden things, is just stunningly cool. <laughs> if I could have done that when I was a kid, <laughs> I think I would have just giggled the entire day away. That is amazing.
1: I mean, I, I came to these parks when I was just a kid, and um,
2: especially growing up here. And now seeing something that I'm a part of, uh, a cartoon that I've been working on for so many years, uh, having an attraction in the park is just—it's it's incredible. The great thing about about World Showcase is is the level of detail and how how each country really feels like—you know—you're in Germany, really feels like you're in Japan, really feels like you're in China. We uh, we've taken you know all of that theming and and woven in the Agent P, Phineas and Ferb storyline, and and you know added all these you know super cool secret special effects um, in all the pavilions that, you know, a normal guest that's walking by wouldn't even see. Uh, you know, not until they, they're playing the attraction, they're helping out, you know, major monogram, do they really find out that, oh, there's, you know, there's really a monkey hidden in the in the pond in, in China or uh, or there's, you know, Doofenshmirtz is hiding up in the Glockenspiel here in Germany. So what is
0: Dufenschmerz doing at Epcot this summer?
2: Uh, he's, he's got a bunch of different plans for different, uh, different countries, and you get to you get to take over for Agent P, who is trapped inside a cat carrier, and uh, and try to foil him. He's he's across. I Europe hope it doesn't work. Being completely evil, and we make you an agent of the OWCA, the organization without a cool acronym, so that you can help us defeat the evil Doctor Dupinswerts, who's just being a real pain.
1: And me and my brother Fur will be there to help you the whole way. <laughs> Can help you? Maybe. Oh,
2: I'll try. <laughs> I like your Mickey Mouse Thank you. decoration. Just, Very good. I'm just
1: going pretty cool. You yeah. know, just kind of breezy. Hanging
2: out. Yes. Hanging
1: out, it. exactly. <laughs> I was wondering if you had any information on the um, Agent P experiences coming up. Do you know when it's opening or anything? Know I anything about don't, it?
2: don't, but I can see if they know anything in the back. Okay. have got some new information. Okay, in the thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially now late June, and they've actually put it in our love. Oh,
1: loft. wow. That's okay. why I
2: wanted to make sure. Sh-
1: not that map. Not
2: that map. That's not going to help so, you. I am looking at it going, that's the wrong color.
1: So Downtown Disney, of, wait a minute, it's not in there. the
2: middle of the map.
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see his hat there. Yeah. Excellent, thank you. Late June. you okay. Thanks very much.
2: You're welcome.
1: Bye. So that was uh, Marianne uh, helping me out there. And let's see, it's a new interactive experience is coming to Epcot. Disney's Phineas and Ferb, Agent P's World Showcase Adventure, is based on Agent P, the wily alter ego of Harry the Platypus. Using a phone, that's a field operative notification equipment, you can transform into a secret agent then scour the world for clues and evil invaders to help Agent P defeat his nemesis, Dr. Doofenshmirtz. So while I haven't seen a whole lot around, uh, I do expect that there's going to be some interesting things. The fact that they're saying it's a phone of some kind leads me to believe it'll be more like the Kim Possible and less like some of the other ones like the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. But I guess we'll see over the next, oh, month or so when we hear more about it. And that is my podcast for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to drop me a note. But remember, for now, if we can dream it, we really can do it. Bye now.
0: From all of us, thanks for taking a listen to the podcast today. If you're standing, please hold onto the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the show stops completely and the doors open. Ladies and gentlemen, please collect your personal belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand. As this concludes our journey, we hope that you enjoyed the show and that you drive home safely. Our thanks go to Doug at geekacres.net for his contributions to the show. And also to Craig for the original music you hear on the show. You can find Craig's music over at reverbnation.com sounda sound A. If you have questions, comments, or thoughts about the show, Please feel free to contact Dave at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Show notes and links to other great content on the web can be found at DisneyPodcast.net. Now, I will raise the safety bar, and a podcaster will follow you home. <laughs>